We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Derek, Cody, here as always. And guys, we're going to be doing one final mock draft before the draft condenses this week. Uh, we normally do this just by ourselves or with somebody else, and then we just upload it. But we figure we wouldn't necessarily do a live stream with this, but we're just going to do a live unedited version of us just going ahead and doing a mock draft by ourselves. We're just going to uh, join our brain power here and do a mock draft uh, simulator and see if we can come up with the best draft possible for us here in these rounds. So we'll go ahead and share the screen here and we will commence on this mock draft adventure with you all. So we're yes. going to select for the Colts. We're going to do all of our seven rounds. Uh, if it'll let me change it, thank you. We'll go fast. All right, let's start this draft. Let's do it. It's going to go okay. ahead and go through all of these picks. And, you know, with the Colts not having a first-round draft pick, you know, it makes it a lot of fun. So, uh, <laughs> we will, uh, we, and like we said, guys, there's going to be no uh, trades in this. Uh, we understand it can be kind of, uh, we know, understand it can be a little bit uh, picky at times when it comes to that, so we will just ignore that. But yep. uh, here All we right. go. So this is, Cody, the uh, group of guys that we have here at the top of the leaderboard when it comes to this. Is there a certain position that you think we should look at first? Let's look at wide receiver. We, I think we got to start there because we just, you know, we already had our positions of need. We had wide receiver at number one. So spoiler alert, if you haven't gone, gone and see that video, go check that out. Okay. Um, well, it looks like from here, oh, yeah. uh, we have, and also for anyone that's wondering why we're not using PFF versus, uh, the versus using the draft network. Uh, again, I think draft network just is a little bit better about where they play some of their players. I mean, I think PFF has Christian Watson being drafted in like the, in like the sixties in some instances. So that's kind of stupid. Uh, in my opinion, it really doesn't matter in the end. Everybody does these, but, uh, okay. So, right. I mean, you can also look at the, uh, picks here that Christian Watson and Sam Howell were drafted by 
the Seattle Seahawks right before this, but the ah. top wide receivers that we have available are George Pickens, David Bell, John Michi the third, Calvin Austin the third, and those are the top four guys at that spot right there. Yep. All right, so we got those. Um, should we go over and look at offensive tackle? Yeah, let's look at tackle, and then let's look at uh, tight end as well. Then I want to yeah. see those two. Uh, so there. Raymond, Raymond at fifty-two is very promising. Uh, yeah. But I mean, there's there's another guy on this list that I think we could potentially go for later on. Yeah, I see um, him. And then when we're looking at uh, the tight ends, let's look at the tight ends. Ooh. Ooh. Trey McBride there at 61 Bro, and Greg Dolcich at 81. Oh, uh, okay. Look, I, I I see where Trey McBride would really come into handy here, but I'm just gonna say I see George Pickens at, at that spot. Yeah. I really think we should go for that one. He in my opinion, he's the best player on the board. Okay, so we will go ahead and draft George Pickens wide receiver out of it. Georgia, and that will be the Colts. Second round pick at number 42. Okay. Yeah. We have a couple of, uh, got a couple of other good picks here that we think we can get at. All right. Here we go. We're almost up. Almost up here. It's 73. All right. Let's okay. see what we got here. Let's go ahead and look at the tackles. Matt, Matt Corral's there. That was interesting. Yeah. Nicholas Petit Faree got picked there. Okay. Trey did get picked by the Texans at 68, but. Uh, I see Abraham Lucas here. Now, you know me. You know me. I've been very high on that guy uh, being a potentially our third-round pick. You know this. Okay. Yes. Uh, so I like Abraham Lucas due to the fact that he's a very athletic uh, tackle. Uh, he mm-hmm. kind of still fits the mold of what Ballard likes. You know, a 6'5", you know, 200 or 300 and, uh, and I think it was 15 or 320 pounds. And, you know, and can move. He can move very well. So I like Abraham Lucas. All right, let's go see tight end real fast. Isaiah Likely and Greg Dulcich are both still there. Um, And then you got guys like Jeremy Rucker and Jelani Woods later on. Yeah, I think we should go Abraham Lucas. You think Abraham Lucas at that spot? I think so. Okay, Um, because I I honestly am of the idea that we should uh that we could talk about Greg Dulcich in this uh sense because okay. I I I like Dulcich. I'll just say this. Yeah. We'll we'll pull his thing up real Let's quick. See. Talk just, me into him. 6'4, 248 pounds. Okay. So he's he's small. He's very small, right. but he's a good athlete with good straight line speed and agility. The only problem with him is is kind of like the same thing with Kylan Granson. He is not much of a run blocker. Okay, yeah. so but Kylan Granson was actually smaller than Dulcich when he got drafted, and he still turned out to be relatively good. But I think Dulcich really shines in the pass game, and he is an underwhelming tight end at that spot when it comes to the run blocking department. Underappreciated. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm right. thinking you either go with somebody else uh, at tight end for later on, which we definitely could see, uh, and then yeah. probably should just go with uh, a tackle well, at this point because we think that the, there's a good. Who are the other tackles that potentially? Okay. See, like, yeah, nobody really there is like. I feel like he's the best player of tack. Like, there's a huge the guys, gap. There's a huge I'm gap. Like, exactly. So. 
I think for the tight ends, like I saw guys like Jelani Wood still down there, potentially could be available in round four. Mm-hmm. So I think offensive tackle needs okay. to be. Yeah, here. and I'm agreeing with you. Okay, so we'll go Abraham Lucas here. Few picks before where the draft network has him as his ranking, but overall we think this is the best gap spot we're gonna get. So we're gonna go ahead and get Lucas there. And now we will just go ahead and see where this likely. takes us the rest of the way. See yeah, some I'm linebackers and tight ends Rucker, still there. Dulkic, yeah, three tight Dulcich ends. And, and them. Yep, they're there all gone. So uh we will see how this goes from here. The only thing that really sucks, Cody, and this is where I think the trade could happen, is that there is a huge gap between 73 and 122. Yeah. That's a huge gap. That's 50 picks. So let's uh let's take a look at the tight end thing real quick here, just to kind of see where we're at. Okay. So best one still available at this point is Jake Ferguson. Um, I, I like okay. Ferguson. Uh I honestly don't think that um you know he's not a fantastic run blocker but i do think him coming from wisconsin uh he is you know one of those guys that does have that blue chip on his shoulder uh but he's also a much different tight end than what wisconsin normally sees so that's sure. something to monitor but All right. we can also look at some of these other things here what do we uh, you know what just for giggles want to look at the quarterback position here yep bailey Carson strong there. still there at 130 but oh, i man. i don't i don't think uh anyone wants a quarterback named carson in the cold yeah. locker room ever <laughs> <again>. <laughs> for right now uh, all right let's look at some interior offensive line interior yeah. offensive line all right let's yeah. take a look um anybody stand out there apparently chris paul is in here <laughs> didn't know he grew about uh five inches and gained about 200 pounds but uh right. i'll say this uh i am very excited about potentially getting lindstrom lindstrom to okay. me is a later round pick i think we should keep an eye on that but i would right. wait to hold off on that All i right. want to go Let's to check. edge real quick okay. i kind of want to see if there's a uh a good edge for me um I'm thinking here. I think Dominique Robinson or Azizi Adamuo is another good one. But I also want to check corner because I, yeah. I think there's a couple of good corners we might be able to get. Uh, let me see here. I'm trying to remember. Ooh, Monteric Brown. What was that? Oh, I think I remember him. Um, now this is a, a a pick right here that I definitely could see. I think Monteric Brown was in my uh original one. I don't remember what okay. picks. I I, rem- I don't remember what our next pick is. I think it was yeah. 150, isn't it? 150 something. Um Monteric Brown for me is a really athletic corner. Uh, I can okay. definitely see that. We, uh, we me also mentioned we also mentioned wide receiver. You potentially yes. double dipping. Yes. So yeah, we talked about some of these guys. Um, Justin Ross, I know we talked about him. Yeah, we talked about Justin Ross, uh, a big, uh, a basically a big body wide receiver. Um, but, you know, he just is one of those things where he, there's just nothing that really excels about him. Um, yeah. sure. I mean, he's he really just sometimes uh, he's had a few drop issues. You know, he's just not consistent, and that's what concerns me. Uh, Tyquan Thornton Thornton is the other funny thing because I don't want Tyquan Thornton 
uh, because he's severely underweight. He's more of a track star than he is a receiver. So, okay, but uh, I mean, what if you, I mean, I mean, in these rounds right here, I mean, that's kind of what you're trying to get a little bit, right? Like, it's just some guy, you know, some more speed potentially out there. Right. Uh, because Pickens is, I mean, he's not like a massive wide receiver, but he's not really the speed guy, right? He's more of the, uh, he's not a bigger body. Is he? How tall is George Pickens out of curiosity? George Pickens like, is like 6'3". Six, 6'3", three. Six, three. okay, so maybe he is a little bit more of that possession type of wide receiver, but. But yeah, like I always felt like, okay, depending on what you do in that, you know, with the first wide receiver you draft, you'd want to get another guy that's uh, a little bit faster, right? Well, more of that straight line speed type of guy. Yeah, right, I'm thinking of- for me, I'd like to go, uh, I'd like to go defense in this some way because I think interior offensive line you can address later. Yep. Um, and then I think you can address wide receiver next round if you wanted to. I was okay. thinking more along the line of either a corner or a defensive lineman for this. All right, cool. I, I don't know, man. This Monteric Brown pick for me is just is just speaking my language. Let's do it. All right, Monteric Brown, cornerback from Arkansas. That's what we're gonna do. All right. So now we got some more depth at corner, mm-hmm. giving Ron Miles and Mike Mitchell a little bit more to work with. Yep, absolutely. I like and it. then pick one fifty nine is where we'll be at next. Fifty nine. Right. Rasheed Walker still there at the tackle position. That would be something I could definitely see the Colts doing later on. All right. Okay, let's see where we at here. <laughs> Jerome Ford out of Cincinnati. Want to take another wide, uh, another running back? I don't think Colts Nation could handle it. <laughs> okay, so Bo, Bo Melton is one yes. that I definitely could see. I think we're all both in agreement there that Bo Melton's another one that's getting a lot of draft love. Uh, I'd love to see that. Uh, I want to see an interior offensive line. Okay, we could still get Lindstrom a little bit later on. That's fine with me. Okay. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. I think this one could be very interesting. Um, you, oh, man, I, I can't even pronounce his name, but I know I've seen his name pop up several times on draft boards. Six five and a half, three hundred and twenty pounds, and can and is very powerful. Uh, I, I definitely could see this, but then again, that might be a little early. A little. Yeah, he's more. So, we're, are we thinking Bo Melton here? I, I think. I think so. Honestly, you, you double Unless dip at that like, wide receiver spot. Yeah, let me look at Bo real fast. Just just pull him up real fast. I just want to see Bo, Bo Melton. Melton who he is. Five eleven, one ninety. Yeah. Uh. You know, he's a guy that projects as a specialist uh, at some point for right now. Um, But, you know, he's one of the few guys. I think what hurt him is the fact that, you know, he spent a lot of those years at Rutgers and wasn't Mm -hmm. able to adopt a lot of that potential. Uh, He's a multi-year captain, though, with 40 starts in his career, you know, and his, um, I think his his father also played for uh, Rutgers uh, 20 years ago. Or 30 years ago. So it, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I mean, just what you're looking at is he's a gadget player and he's a guy that just shows a lot of uh, the character that I think Ballard really likes in a player. All right. I'm sold. Let's take him. All right. Bo Melton. Bo Melton at Bo that Melton. spot. I think a lot of uh, Colts fans would be happy with that one. Now yep. we go all the way to pick 179. 
oh, please tell me my guy that I wanted didn't go. No, he did. Gosh, oh, gosh darn it, though. Cody. You didn't let me get my guy. No. Okay, blame me. Yeah, I will blame you, actually. That's fine. Um, I'm used to it. Now, here, I'm... Look, I know the number is a little misconstrued here, but um, I... I me personally, I, I I think Lindstrom will go sooner than this. Uh, will go yep. in the fifth round. So I'd like to take Lindstrom if you're if you have no objection. No, I mean we're round five. We're yeah, round five. I mean we don't. I don't know if we want to check something else. Is there another position that you feel that you would like to address? I do think you need to address offensive line interior. Let's do it. All right, we're doing Lindstrom. I like I All like right. Lindstrom. And again, I know this says it's early, but I, I really like him. And especially for the fact that we don't pick for another 40 picks after that kind of right. is a little bit, you know, I, I don't think we're going to get a chance at him if we waited. Right. And, you know, most likely we're, there's going to be some trades involved, so they won't be at these picks, especially. Right. So. Okay. So we're in the sixth round here. We've addressed the cornerback. We've addressed wide receiver tackle. Yeah interior offensive linemen do we start looking at edge guys here i could see it i could see it um yeah or edge or interior defensive defensive line. i don't know i don't know which one would be better why do we i mean yeah when we're looking at i mean i would say interior right because interior yeah. uh you have more of a pressing need i think i agree yeah okay uh Taylen Humphrey, 6'5", 350? Oh, no way! <laughs> oh, my goodness! Man. That's crazy. Holy cow, man. That's heavy. Jesus. <laughs> wow. What okay, a uh, former four-star recruit that attended JUCO out of high school, uh, went to ULL, big body defense alignment. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, overwhelmed Sunbelt uh, opponents. Good strength is a one gap player. Shows good strength. Next level. Need to improve pass rush repertoire. Well, uh, yeah, you, I mean, he's primarily that, used as a run defender. Exactly. That uh, makes sense. Can play the shade or the three tech fits mainly in a four, three interior defensive lineman scheme. Uh, that makes, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> good first step. It's good. Uh, uses a rip move of his ability to convert speed to power I'm, I'm i'm amazed i keep seeing the word speed come out of a guy that's over 340 pounds yeah <laughs> i i it, it has me sold already man right. well, let's do it that's a need certainly and he's not gonna have to rust the passer a lot right? exactly so. right all right I'll, I'll, let's do it we're, we're stretching but we're, we're get a mammoth get a mammoth i love it you got one on the offensive line now you signed that one dude uh from tennessee Mm -hmm. He's like humongous. So why not get one on the defensive line? Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see who's best available at this point. Do I know any one of these guys? Yeah, it's kind of tough at this later round here. I know I had Ben Brown as like an ending round guy for me yeah. uh, on the yep. interior. I know I've had that. Mm -hmm. uh, Tariq Carpenter has been another one for me. I'm surprised he's this low. I didn't think he used to be this low again. Yeah. Another like athlete that I think fits the mold. I mean, he's six to 190 pounds. Yeah. So he's a big well, dude. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He's more of a box yeah. safety, if you will. Uh, yeah. He's more of that guy that's uh, he's he's a good tackler um, at the next level. A transition to weak side linebacker serving as a hybrid role defender is likely necessary for him is what yeah. they say. Well, to be fair, the Colts have uh, some insurance at, str- at free safety, but not so much at strong safety. I mean, maybe McLeod could probably play that and he has. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? Like just getting more depth in there. I know they signed a couple safeties, but why not add more competition in there? Find your potential backup box safety behind Kari Willis. And it I'm looks like he's that. the best available safety at this point. So let's do it. Tariq Carpenter. Tariq Carpenter. And I think that's going to do it for Is that this all of them? one specifically. Yeah, it's going to go all the way to pick number 256. And that is going to do it for us, guys. And then let's go to user picks. So I don't know why this is here, but we had George Pickens at number 42. Uh, Abraham Lucas, offensive tackle out of Washington State at number 73. Monteric Brown, cornerback out of Arkansas at pick 122. Bo Melton at 159, wide receiver out of Rutgers. Alec Lindstrom, interior offensive lineman out of Boston College at 179. Taylor Humphrey, interior defensive lineman out of Louisiana at 216. And Tariq Carpenter, a safety out of Georgia Tech at 240. How do you feel about that one, Cody? I feel good. Um, I do wish, and I do think they might address uh, edge rush. You know, I do think that could be potentially in the fold there. But as far as positions of need, I feel like we address pretty much all of them. What's your opinion on it? Which one? I'm sorry. Just about just overall the mock draft. What is your opinion on it? Uh, I, I liked the uh, I liked the first two picks. Uh, that was that would be how I would really love uh, the first two picks to go if I had to get a really legit one that I wanted. Um, mm-hmm. I love Lindstrom uh, and the interior offensive line depth. Uh, outside of that, I mean, you're getting a bunch of guys that. You know, you're looking at they have something about them that sets them apart from a bunch of guys. You know, Monteric Brown is an athlete. He's long at the corner position. Bo Melton's a gadget player that can play special teams for you. Uh, and then Humphrey, just a ginormous human being. And Tariq Carpenter, you know, could be one of those guys that, you know, is a camp body at first, but with, you know, with Gus Bradley's defensive scheme, maybe he thrives in that. Agreed. Yeah, you just give him more athletes, man. I'm good with that. Absolutely. All right. Well, you guys let us know what you thought of our mock draft and uh, what you guys would change, what you guys think uh, was good about it. But let us know in the comments. Thank you guys again so much for the continued support. And as always, guys, go Colts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. 
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.